Hey, what's up? It's me, the one and only Rick Daniel. I know it's been a while. I know it's been a couple weeks since old good old Rick boy sat behind this desk in 85631 offices. But so what? My lawyer's been hard at work diving deep into this goddamn contract controversy. And they started getting a little bit antsy on their side, those motherfuckers at the A5631 Productions place. So my lawyer said, maybe it's just a little bit better if you go do some episodes while we're trying to square things away. And I don't want to be doing this because... Once again, the people that know me know me, and the people that don't know me, well, fucking A, you should know me, I guess. So today I'm going to talk about this TV project that we did that we thought was going to be one of the best TV shows ever. But it turned out to be one of the worst TV shows ever. The pilot didn't even air. That's how terrible it was. That's how terrible everything was. And I know what you're thinking. Hey, Rick, why are you talking a little bit different today? Well, I'm not feeling so on the weather right now. I wish I could have a nice glass of whiskey, but instead I'm stuck drinking this goddamn crystal alkaline water. Sobriety kills sometimes. And I don't know how I feel about it sometimes. So I'm feeling a little under the weather. So I figured, why not tell a story? A story of a time that really made me feel under the weather. I guess not so much under the weather as just total shit because of how much effort was put into this and how little came out of it. So let me tell you a little bit of background on this before we even get to the show being a show. It's no secret now, with these last three episodes, that I used to have a drug problem. I used to be doing drugs quite frequently and getting fucked up constantly. Yes, I'm sober now. The Rick Daniel way. I did it the Rick Daniel method. But guess what? Sometimes I just want to get fucked up. Sometimes... I just want to get fucked up, especially with this whole contract controversy. Me being forced to come sit in some office that I don't want to be in behind some stinky-ass microphone that I'm pretty sure some other podcast hosts use. Doesn't smell like they know how to brush their fucking teeth. But hey, it's me, Rick Daniel. What are you going to do? What are you going to live? How are you going to do it? I don't know. That's me. Whatever. I'm sober now. So let me tell you about some times that I wasn't sober. So if I can vicariously live through those moments and the nostalgia of being fucked up in my sober head now.
This was after we had got some money. After, uh, I think, uh, Dr. Ganja 2 had already come out. And Rick and I were, not Rick, Ralphiano and I, we were uh, fairly deep into our drug addiction by then, yes. Yeah, we were uh, constantly using and uh, constantly abusing, I guess, most and some would say. But hey, I turned that around, didn't I? Now I'm drinking alkaline crystal water and stuff. And it feels good. Feels good. Feels good. But anyway, after Dr. Ganja 2 had come out, we decided we wanted to uh, find a more stable route. TV, we had noticed shows were becoming more and more popular. Movies were becoming very saturated. People were saturating the movie industry, so we wanted to maybe hop into the TV business. And a lot of people around us told us, hey, you don't want to go do that. You don't want to go hop up into the TV crowd. Those guys are strange freaks. They're losers. They can never make it on the big screen. I work for one year on one thing, and I make more and some of those motherfuckers making their all goddamn series of that show. Seven seasons, and I made more money in one year for one movie, one hour. But we said, fuck you. We said, fuck you, fuckers. We're going to take our chances, and we're going to goddamn go for it and make a TV show. We are going to aim to make... The best sitcom in the fucking world. So Ralphiano and I, we got to work. We decided that we needed a whole theme. Who was going to be the head of our sitcom show? What was our sitcom show even going to be about? Were we going to take the natural method and go with the family approach? We saw some other show where it was just a couple of pals. I think the show was called Pals. And it was just like these friends who live in apartments together. And um, so that show, Pals, maybe I could go that route. Or I could stick with the traditional uh, family style. You know, with like the various thousands of sitcoms that go by that style. So, Ralphiano and I started to frequent these comedy open mics. And why open mics, you say? Well, because we knew we weren't going to have a lot of money. So we decided we wanted to see who was going to be kind of funny. Because we figured this would be more of a comedy sitcom. A sitcomedy, if you fucking may. So Ralphiano and I, we go into these this comedy clubs around the, the around the areas we're living, and we just go there. We uh, some occasionally, most half all the time, drank, overdrank, um, got really fucked up, and uh, we decided to fucking cast this one person, this very calm and mellow guy. He had something about his demeanor that we thought, hey, 
This kid just may get it. His name was Mark Reese. Now, Mark Reese was this comedian standing there up on the stage doing his thing. Very calm demeanor. Like I've said, I've already said that. I just fucking said that. If you weren't listening, goddammit. So, Ralphiano and I walk up to Mark Reese. We tell him, hey, we think we would like to hire you for this show that we are in the process of writing. And he's just like, what's the show about? And we said, well, we're thinking we're gonna, the show's going to be about you. And he says, why me? And we say, hey, who else but Mark Reese? And boom, that's where the fucking title came. Who else but Mark Reese? So Ralphiano and I sat at this bar with Mark Reese. He was... Uh, I think he was constantly sipping on a Corona, I believe. He was sipping on a Corona and just enjoying it and uh, really digging it. And uh, we were just chatting him up. Uh, We were smoking nice blunts of uh, the finest grass. And... uh, We sat Mark down and we told him, hey, if you want to do this, let's fucking do this. Let's make this goddamn show. So he agreed to it. We told him we'd be back with uh, a contract. And we were going to use his likeness. We got a little bit out of, like, who he was as a person and, like, where he came from. So then we decided, all right, let's go right, me and Ralphiano... We did our typical method. We got super fucked up. We left. We went to our um, suppliers. We picked up all the necessities, and we locked ourselves away, and we wrote the first pilot for Who Else But Mark Reese. So the pilot, we ended up going with the typical family style. So Mark Reese. Mark Reese was this guy. And well, th- this is the this is what the sitcom was. This is the pilot episode. Let me give you a rundown of what the pilot episode was going to be about. Mark Reese is this family man. He's a typical dad. He's got a kid. He's got another kid. He's got a wife, and God damn it, he's got a dog. That dog, super old. He's had that dog since he was a kid. But guess what? His kids are growing up with that kid. Is there anything magical about that dog? I don't know. Are we going to show a lot of that dog? Probably. That's probably where we went too wrong. The dog probably got more airtime than some of those kid actors. But, hey, don't want to talk about that. Let's keep this train rolling. So, Mark Reese is this regular guy. He's got a job. He's got a wife. He's got kids. He's got bills. He's got taxes. He's got a car. He does the family thing. He bees the family man. Everybody knows that. Everybody's seen that. Well, here's a little bit of where we flipped in the fucking crazy switches. His wife? There's nothing special about his wife. She wasn't that good looking. We didn't want to take the spotlight off of Mark Reese's character. So, 
what we did. We got a man to play the wife. We thought that'd be hilarious. Uh, turns out, after we saw some reviews, a lot of the network execs didn't really understand why we went with that. They said, what, you guys couldn't afford a girl? And we said, no, we, this is funny. This is funny. Mark, you want to focus more on Mark Reese because you, the girl, the girl is not a girl. So they said, yeah, you want to focus more on the girl that's not a girl that's being played by a man. So we just, uh, they didn't see eye to eye with us. Yeah, that was one of the things they didn't see uh, eye to eye with us. <clears throat> and uh, the kids, well, the kids, they weren't his kids. He stole them. That was the plot. That was the whole pilot episode. Is he was stealing these kids because he wants to have a family. Mark Reese wants to have a normal family. So what is he going to do? He's going to go through those great lengths. He's going to steal those kids. That's what we wrote. We thought that was funny. We thought it would be great. I guess these execs didn't think that. The pilot, which ran a mere fucking 30... Not even. It what did it run? It ran like 20 minutes, maybe 21 minutes, and no one, no network wanted to pick this fucking thing up. But that's not even the crazy part about it. Uh, obviously, now in retrospect and sobriety, I realized that all that stuff did not make the best script and did not make the best content. But God damn it, it was a struggle to record that pilot episode. So, Mark Reese gets to the film, the studio, the lot, the lot that we were filming on. He gets there. Ralphiano and I, uh, we're running a little bit late. Why? Uh, well, because uh, drugs kept us up the morning, the night, the day, the whole time before. So we had not gone to sleep. We were crashing pretty hard. We came late onto set. Everybody was furious because we had locked the doors. Everybody was standing outside. And one thing about this was it was midsummer. The, the we were actually going through a heat wave at the time. I blamed the drugs, but then again. My alarm clock never went off. I can't say what brand that alarm clock was, but you know, maybe it was that alarm clock that day, huh? So, we get to the studio. Everybody's sweating out of their minds, yelling at us. We ignore it. Typical day. Everybody's yelling at us. Everybody's going off. But, hey, we were going to do this right. We were going to do this good. So, we see Mark Reese, and he's hanging around with his posse. And we tell him, hey, how's it going? We're nice to meet all you guys. How's it going? There's this really short guy. He's super muscular. Some white guy. I can't remember his name. He was just, uh, he was wearing some shirt with an underscore on it. I don't, he was, he, he was a strong kid, strong man. I don't know. He was, I don't know how old he was. He looked old, but at the same time, he looked very young. He was standing, he was, I think he was Mark Reese's bodyguard. Anyway, <clears throat> so we started talking to Mark. He's a little bit furious that we made him wait out there for us. He's kind of like, nobody waits. I don't wait on nobody. And uh, one thing we thought to ourselves was, wasn't this guy just at a fucking open mic bombing doing a stand-up set? So we were already not on, we were uh, not on the same page right away. 
Anyway, um, it turns out that uh, everybody on set, for the most part, was into uh, the same kind of drugs that we were into. So we spent the whole first, uh, yeah, probably the whole first day raging. We just got super fucked up through a party pretty much instead of, uh, instead of filming or doing anything productive, wasting time. We did that. Yeah, we just partied. We got fucked up. So after uh, being so fucked up, we all woke up the next morning, realized our error, started trying to get to work. Uh, the dog that we got got into someone's uh, edibles, and uh, that dog was fucked up. I mean, that dog probably ate like two and a half bags of, of very high potency edibles, and that dog was fucked up. That dog was just laying there, and we were very scared because uh, the owner of the dog, the the dog's uh, like trainer guy, he was super drunk and got into a fight with one of our sound guys. So, I don't know where he was. I was just terrified that he was going to come back and we were going to get in a lot of trouble. And I was going to have to kick his ass the Rick Daniel way because he wouldn't be coming back if Rick Daniel kicked his ass. But anyway, so everybody's recovering from their hangovers. Had to spend the fuckload of money to get some caterers to come out and fucking feed all of us enough greasy-ass food. To fucking shake these hangovers from that crazy rager. As we begin filming, the guy we got to play the wife starts throwing up. He's very sick. He starts throwing up everywhere. All over the set. This is the only fucking set we have. It's like a living room. We're going to shoot the majority of it in the living room. We had another ulterior set on the opposite side, which was a bedroom. But those are the only two... Uh, like sets we had and this guy started throwing up on the couch in the living room area he's like no I'm gonna make it I'm good he starts wandering to the bathroom wanders into the fake bathroom that's on <laughs> that's on the um the fucking bedroom set throws up in there throws up on that bed it's a disaster I fired him immediately Ralfiano Ralfiano just beat the shit out of him. He could not take it. His hangover was probably one of the worst out of all of ours because Ralfiano was the champ of going the hardest. Nobody, Everybody would challenge him, but he would stand to that challenge and win most of the time. So, Ralfiano decides to beat the shit out of the actor that was playing the wife. Um... He got some good shots in on Ralfiano, that's for sure. You know, Ralfiano did not walk away unscratched. He did have, I think he had a black eye or something. But, uh, yeah, fired that guy. Had to get someone. We had to uh, get some other man, actually, to be the wife because we were sticking with that idea of a man portraying a woman, obviously being a man, in the episode. So, 
We beat the shit out of that guy. Start trying to record it. Half-assed it, I think, until like the end of the day. And then we, uh, someone said, hey, you know what the best cure for a hangover is just to get more fucked up. So what did all of us do? We all got fucked up. And the thing we didn't understand at the time was if everybody was staying on set, technically we still had to pay them. We were paying these people to get fucked up. And we were not filming it. And we should have been filming it to just make that something. Party years or some kind of shit show like that. Anyway, we half-assed that... um, episode of uh, who else but Mark Reese shopped it around and no one got to us Um, told Mark Reese that uh, hey you know no one wants to uh, no one wants to take this sure enough we gave him the rights to the show said hey who else but Mark Reese hey this is all yours Everything we did, you can take it. It's all yours. Mark Reese reworked that goddamn show and sold it to this fucking company, 85631 Productions. Those fucking assholes that turned us down. You fucking assholes, all you motherfuckers sitting here in the office with me. Yeah, I know you fucking watched it, you stupid piece of shit nodding along like you knew. You fucking knew, you stupid cocksucker. And you guys didn't fucking accept that. Maybe that would have been when my fucking sobriety came instead of all these years later, huh? But no, no. Fuck you guys. I'm fucking, I really hope my goddamn lawyer comes through and is able to break this contract so no one has to hear this stupid-ass bullshit I have to say. I'm tired of telling these goddamn stories. I'm over it. I'm sober now. Okay? You fucking assholes. You wolves. All you care about is fucking getting your product. Oh, Rick Daniel, forced to tell all. Oh, fuck you, motherfuckers. To all you fans listening to this bullshit, don't let this ruin the way you see Rick Daniel. Remember, you see Rick Daniel as the free fucking spirit he is and the person he became after becoming all those things. Thank you for listening. I'm Rick Daniel, and I was forced to do this. Hopefully my lawyers can get me out of this, because this company fucking sucks. Fuck you, 85631 Productions, you stupid pieces of shit.